Melancholic Melbournians have been sent into lockdown this weekend after watching the Indian variant of COVID-19 spread through the city earlier this week. A combination of winter weather and time spent indoors has certainly taken us back to the enduring isolation we experienced last year. Critics are concerned about the number of supplies at hotel quarantine and the speed of the vaccine rollout. Dr Lydia Brown is an accomplished psychology academic at the University of Melbourne. She's published articles on sleep, self-compassion and anxiety. Panorama caught up with her to chat about what we can all do to stay on top of our mental health during this lockdown. Obviously, Victorians have entered a seven-day lockdown. What are some of the strategies that you can suggest when dealing with our perhaps fluctuations in mental health? Well, look, I think the first thing to keep in mind is that we have done this before. So last year, Melburnians went through you know, quite a long lockdown and, and we know how to make it work for us. Um, and I think the really good thing about this lockdown is that while we don't know for sure, it seems to be you know, somewhat time-bound. So I think it's helpful to keep in mind that there is an end in sight with lockdown. Um, I think there's probably more hope now um, than we had last year in terms of contract tracing has been improved. Uh, There's now a vaccine, which we didn't have last year. So the conditions, while uh, similar in some ways to last year, I think we're in a much better place um, and that's helpful to keep in mind as a first step. Yeah, it sure is. Like uh, the seven-day lockdown is definitely reassuring for people. I'm sure. Hey, we um a lot of people last year, you know, logged onto Strava and registered how many kilometres they'd done. What role does exercise and healthy eating play in in having a good self-care routine? opportunities of a lockdown is that our routines are very disruptive so for me you know I've been going to the local pool a lot to swim for my exercise but now over the week ahead that I can't do that I have to kind of recalibrate my exercise routine Um, likewise gyms are closed so sometimes we have to be a bit creative to think about how we can do things differently to help our mental health Uh, What we do know is it's very helpful to change environments. So rather than staying indoors all day, it's, you know, really beneficial to, you know, get outside at least once every day. Um, And you can use uh, technology to help you. So you mentioned Strava, which is um, a great idea. Or last lockdown, I, um, and I also recommended to clients to count their steps on on their phone just to keep track of how much activity they're doing. Um, so technologies can really help us um, in this way to support some exercise and potentially new exercise that we, um, you know, that we have to kind of take up given that uh, gyms and classes and swimming pools are all closed. Um, and then we know, you know, there's uh, quite well-established research showing the benefits of exercise for mental health. So not only are we taking care of our bodies, but we're also taking care of our minds through investing in uh, physical activity, which we can do over the week ahead. What did you find were some of the obstacles during last year's lockdowns that we had? Um, So that big one of uh, changed routine or or not having the same routines that we were used to is a big one. But I think um, another obstacle is either 
um, not having enough time to yourself if you've got a busy house mm. or mm. having too much time to yourself or feeling isolated mm-hmm. um, if you're perhaps living alone or even if you're living with people who perhaps uh, aren't your best friends. So, you know, a lot of um, students might be living in a share house um, and, you know, we're all used to having ups and downs of share house living but we never sign up to stay at our home in a share house 24-7. Um, that's not really a normal situation. And it can be quite a challenge to live with people, um, you know, who you might not necessarily be best friends with um, in a situation like a lockdown. Yeah. Do you have any um, particular concerns for young people as a result of this second winter lockdown? Yeah, so I think that that is a key concern is this living arrangement. So uh, what I found in my work as a clinical psychologist last year is you know, a lot of young people would speak to me about how their living situation was a challenge in lockdown, perhaps more than other age groups. Um, for example, the share house issue, or perhaps you might be living with your family, your parents, and really that might be fine if you're spending a lot of time out of the house and staying at friends' places and moving around, but then suddenly in the lockdown, um, you have to spend so much time with your family. And so... I think living situations are a particular challenge for young people during a lockdown. Um, and how to, how to kind of respond to that challenge? Look, I think that's a hard question because uh, to a degree it is the way it is. Um, but once again, trying to connect with others um, around you, um, you know, via Zoom or meeting, um, if they're within your five-kilometre zone to go for a walk, um, trying to stay as connected as you can can be really helpful. Yeah, okay, cool. The The state budget um, last week injected $3.8 I think it was, into mental health services. I'm just wondering, um, you know, as a professional, what do you think of these investments? Look, I think that this is going to be a huge positive investment for our community um, not just today, but I think that we'll be seeing the benefits of this investment over the years ahead. Um, so I found in my practice that um, demand for psychology was so high last year during the lockdowns. So many people needed some support um, due to the challenge of this time. Um, and I think that expanding funding to uh, mental health will uh, allow more people the access that they need to support their well-being. Um, and then once your well-being is supported in the here and now, then you can actually um, thrive and you know, plant the foundations for a really good life ahead. So I'm really excited and happy to hear that the government is investing in mental health. Terrific. Well, thank you very much for taking some time out of your day, um, Dr. Lydia Brown. Really appreciate it. You're welcome, lovely to speak with you. Thanks very much.